0: You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. You're
1: listening
2: to Lust for Life
0: with Mad Dog Mattern. Now it's been way too (laughs) much. I never said I was a golden god. I flirted with a girl by using that term once, and she got it. She was a music journalist, too. Almost Uh. famous. And that was like right when that was coming out. I almost married her. Oh, really? another story. Just another time. She's our guest next week. If we can find her, it's been too long. Did you kill her? No, people <laughs> fade away. She's <it's> like <laughs> in the you Arizona find desert. Her. Jesus. I still haven't even plugged to show yet. <laughs> All right. Welcome to America's number one podcast as voted on by Canadians. I was just in Canada and they're like, we're still voting because we just want to really reiterate how much we love the goddamn show. No one said that, but in my head it worked out. Um, this is Lost for Life, the show being different, left of the center. Being who you is, baby. All right. Mm-hmm. With me, of course, I'm staring right in his eyes. This is my brother. This is the beast from the east. <laughs> That's your new I'm gonna give you new nicknames every, every time. week. <laughs> Just so y'all listening, we have not recorded since the live birthday show. That's true. We're still recovering. Yeah, I'm still hungover. <laughs> and or maybe you have the 10, 15 days of drink in between. But what are you gonna do? Um so we could be a little rusty, baby, but Rust never sleeps, like Neil Young said. So who gives a shit? So across from me is my ace the right hand of the show. His name is Benji Suswan, a.k.a. A Sweet, 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 Sweet Wine, baby. That's what... Or Triple Sweet. It's great go.
3: to be back. It's really been too long since we recorded.
0: You, things have happened. I had to cancel, but now we're back, baby. For it's good always, reasons. Wood got knocked, baby. Wood got, to got knocked. To the right, making his first appearance in the third chair. This is one of my dear friends, a club regular. Someone who has been representing down on... Down in, what you would call it, Little Italy. A Jewish dude in Little Italy for like a decade. That fucking means something. My main man, Jonathan Randall.
2: Baby. Oh, thank you so much. So good to be here, Mad Dog. What a nice intro. It's I appreciate time. that. It's about time. How is this his first time? I this
0: know. Crazy. It's worked out perfect. He's going to be here a lot more, baby. Good. All right? Good. This is what it's about, man. We have a great show tonight. We have a guest coming on. We've been debating whether to use her real name or not, but we 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 won't tell you if we are. Yeah, tell how you what, about that? That's a good. It's fucking mystery. May or may not be her real name. This is a very fascinating thing. Um, I met her at a club, and she told me that she is going for a PhD at a very good school. Never finished high school. Never got a GED. Never took the SATs. That's what we in the business call a fucking su- success story, baby. Mm-hmm. That it's is crazy. outstanding. And that's what I like. Not every time when I pitch who the guest is, when I just book it without like getting in cahoots, do people light up. They're just like, okay, we'll make it work. I pitched this to everyone. People's like hats started spinning, making like that cheesy radio sound. <laughs> woo! And no one was wearing a hat. But that's how that shit happened. So she'll be coming on in a few minutes. This is fascinating. Because I'm a We're dummy excited. who went to college. Right. Got a degree in journalism and here I am um, <laughs> with a podcast, doing uh, comedy every night and being a jerk off. That's basically right. what I'm doing with my degree. I didn't need that. No. So this sounds like some real shit. Yeah. This is some real beat in the system. Hunter S. Thompson would be proud shit. Of course you bring that up. Because I'm obsessed with Hunter Thompson. <laughs> show the tat. I'm show. That'll be later. Oh. All right. So let's get to this first. This is something that's on my mind. Um, Benji's not watching House of Cards. Jonathan, you said you were.
2: I, I only watched the first season. I just actually finished it the other day.
0: All right. So I was anti that show for a long time. For
2: what reason? Why? Yeah.
0: I watched three minutes of it. I was like, eh, fuck him.
2: Is it because he, when he talks to the camera? Do you not like that part? I
0: didn't like it initially. I was just like, I don't need this. I don't, I don't care about how a bill gets made. Mm. To me, in my head, it was going to be 13 episodes of a bill getting made. <laughs> okay. What kind of television is that? You know what I'm saying?
2: (laughs) Yeah, you you just put on this schoolhouse rock song. I could watch
0: Californication and, you know, he's shacking up and all this good shit. It's just not, hey, now we have to get this passed in the Senate. I don't know what, what do you care about? I don't got time for this. So uh, the day after the birthday show, I was so hungover and a mess. I could barely leave the house. I ate Chinese food like a gentleman because my body needed garbage. Mm -hmm. And I said, what am I going to do? Roommates were gone. It was my sanctuary. Let's try this house of cards. Plowed through eight episodes like a junkie. Like, you end up—I'm twitching by episode six, like a junkie. Like, I'm just, like, twitching. Like, it was insane. Like, it felt like a drug. I now have an episode left of the second season. I've been binge-watching it. It's very enjoyable. So now you like it. Yes, I I like it a lot. But now—this is embarrassing. I'm a grown man at 36 years old. I watch something, I get influenced. For the longest time, I didn't want to watch Breaking Bad because I was scared I was going to become, like, a drug addict. Like, that's true. Yes, because, like, when I watch The Sopranos, I can't do comedy and watch The Sopranos. As much as I love that show, but I watch like two episodes in a week. I am a total dick. I'm unlikable. Interesting. I want to really fight audience members. But you never whacked anybody. I, give it time, <laughs> goddammit. But now <laughs> I'm watching House of Cards. I'm not bullshitting. Um, I may or may not have lost a contest last night at, uh, somewhere. I almost said the name. And <laughs> You said I, it. I, no, I did. This is a horrible. This is not the first time either. Yes. I'm watching House of Cards. And halfway through it, I start thinking of ways to blackmail people who didn't, like, let me Ah. win. How horrible (laughs) is this? It just seems like fun. It's like, okay, this is what I could do, and I could have a sit-down meeting. And then I go, what the fuck am I? Like... I'm all of a sudden playing this human game of chess in my head.
2: No, mm-hmm. you could learn a lot from this business on what to do from actually House of Cards of how to play people and manipulate them into your favor. Oh, like, my God. where was this like 12 years ago? It's, mm. it's true. We did. But let me just question. Are you saving this last episode because like then there's going to be no more or just you haven't had time to watch it yet? I had to get ready for here.
0: Um, so I, could only, I only had 25 minutes. I got done working out. I, got, I eat my bagel. You know what I throw down, baby. Bagel, mm-hmm. tuna fish. A bag of sun you chips Because I'm a gentleman yeah, Only the good half baby. <laughs> and so I ate that
2: Watched the end <laughs> the Sun chips make it healthy. Sun <laughs>
0: chips baby They're better than that Bullshit <laughs> chips Super tramp in the booth Sun chips are Decent Oh he gets. Oh yeah Yeah And this guy's you gonna go know, see no Fish yeah. reunion shows so that's it <laughs> Oh I'm fucking with you baby It's funny <laughs> he hates fish He's a grateful dead guy Um, So I did that And I only had time to watch Like 20 minutes So I'm looking forward to that I did do that With Orange is the New Black Mm. But now... Did that change you? Did you, like,
3: go to prison?
2: Yes, I started lesbian? having more lesbian sex. <laughs> now I if he started, drops the soap yeah. in the shower, he,
3: he just decided. leaves it
0: there. <laughs> I started scissoring a lot more. <laughs> I just tuck my penis away. I just butterfly it. Oh, there's a lady here. She's blushing! Um, so, I can't tell. Are you blushing? You're not. Okay, so, in my head. Now I want to try scissoring. Wait, does just that just that have, did that, is that a recent thing, that these shows are affecting you like that? No, always. I've always, always been a sponge, and that's why, as a comic... Um, I don't really watch modern comedy because I think I want to keep evolving as myself and mm. I want to take influences from other things people get pissed at me they don't listen to like my friends' albums like I have my one of my right. dear friends uh, That's a great excuse also like no listen I, just, I don't want to get influenced that is great maybe that's suck <laughs>
2: it's that I don't want to <laughs> accidentally steal right. your material it's for your own
3: good really you owe me one at this point <laughs>
2: it
0: could be yes it's a great <laughs> excuse but like I don't like that because I I am you know, it's weird if I watch like I still listen to some of the uh, my heroes and you can tell which weeks I'm listening to prior. Mm. I get real slow like it's just I am a sponge and that's how I always wanted to be as an artist. Like when I was in bands, right, when we were in the Anger Brothers, we'll drop that name. Mm. Not that that name matters. Yeah. Um, we were more influ we did like a radio show and they asked us an influence. And we gave a couple bands. bands. We also like Andy Kaufman because we would jam on the weekends. And Comedy Central back then showed three movies. Spinal Tap, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, and Andy Kaufman, I'm from Hollywood. And that was on a lot Saturday afternoons, and we watched that while jamming, and that, like, influenced us, him being, like, a dick and manipulating with wrestling. And so, like, we took influences from other things. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to be a sponge, and that's mm-hmm. how I am. And so if I, like, watch any, like, yeah. So you watch SpongeBob SquarePants? <laughs> I watch that, I start swimming underwater and talking to <laughs> uh, shellfish and all that shit. So that, but that's all, so that has been with... With movies. It's weird. I watch Silver Line and Playbook. They just start playing the shit out of that. I find myself fe- acting like Bradley Cooper. Really? How weird is this? I really should. I do how far this goes. You watch Biscuit* and like you're a horse all of a sudden? i be- <laughs> was robert duvall in that one <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, toby okay. mcguire I, yeah. I think
2: everybody's influenced a little bit by by what they watch on tv i like you know? want
3: to do those things i don't know if i act that way but like if i watch anything i'm like oh i guess i'm gonna become a football player now
2: i just, My just new dream
0: the spirit of these people and i get empowered by times like you it's crazy so yesterday i wake up and i had an audition i'm not gonna say the name of whatever, but i was feeling you know you got nerves and that. Basquiat That movie was on Okay I All love right? that movie. Great movie I've never seen it But I just watched never 30 minutes either. And I get oh, empowered way. And
2: I felt very confident And not
0: mm-hmm. I, was, I, I don't want to say aloof But kind of like that Who gives a shit attitude man It was playful Because that's how he was He really didn't give a right. shit For most that's of the time That's
2: a great attitude To have for auditions For anything
0: yeah. baby The key to life House money Because I hate to break it to you Something good happens To you right now It's not going to stay That way forever The cards do fall baby Right, walls don't stay up forever. Not much. So light. what's the advice. No, for sure. Just em- and embrace the uh, unpredictable, man. That's really what it is. That that you're going to have plenty of bad happen to you. Mm-hmm. You know, and so just you know, it's gonna come to you here and there. So just enjoy it. They're I don't even go. know. I think I lost that thought in the middle of it. Well, I looked at the lights, I got blinded. Like it, <laughs> it
2: got very positive. I don't know. It got a little positive. off topic from the, the tele being influenced by the television. Right. We have no goddamn rules here. You know, I actually I actually really recently just got influenced by the television. I'm totally embarrassed about it. Tell me. I hadn't talked to my sister in like uh, since Christmas. Yes. And I didn't talk to her, and then I was actually watching an episode of Bar Rescue, and they have like a family on where like the brother is really a dick to the little sister. And I felt so bad about it that I ended up calling my sister wow. and being like I'm you sorry. Call the show,
3: tweet at them or
2: something. Let them know they're bringing people They're together. bringing people together on yeah. Bar Rescue. Are yeah. you usually
0: shitty to your sister? I mean, you haven't talked to her in a while, no, but I'm when you see shitty. her are you shitty to her?
2: No, I think I'm nice to You're her. You're a wonderful
3: I try. person, you know. She has not reached out to you, so maybe she, she should watch that fucking yeah. episode. Yeah,
2: and it, <laughs> but if it wasn't if we didn't watch that show, the TV kind of influenced me to like, you know, right. be like I shouldn't be a dick.
3: Yeah, I need to get better at that. Well, see,
2: that's
0: calling
3: people.
2: That's very
0: good off a reality show, right? And you're saying you need
3: to be better with what
0: calling people? Yeah, I don't call nobody.
3: I don't call anyone. Birthdays, I'm terrible at that.
0: It's it's terrible. I just I'm still getting money, a little bit of money in the uh, the mail from relatives. Yeah. And I need to go thank them. And it's like you should thank them today. No, nah, they yeah. didn't know it came yesterday. I can right. wait another two days. Exactly. So. Our guest sneezed and I just blessed her because I'm a gentleman. Even though it's on the air and the sneeze probably didn't register. That's what I do, my people. I thought
2: you were sending that out to all the, the people that sent you money for your birthday. All the people sending <laughs> money
0: for my birthday. You. I will I will bless you anytime you want. Salute. Okay? That's how it'll be. So we'll get this going in a sec. It's going to be a very interesting episode. We're going to bring on Claire, quote unquote, and she's going to discuss beating the system educationally. I think she is nervous. I'm saying that's okay.
1: Just, I'm uh, not nervous. That's mean. It's not mean. It's letting it <laughs> out
0: there. So now it's like it's like the end of Eight Mile. We're just laying it right, all out there and then it means out. nothing.
1: And eight mile doesn't need to like puke on himself and That, that was an the amazing. beginning. Oh. yes. So this is the end
0: of Eight Mile. Right. This is the end. We are influ- You're going to beat Papa Dot. <laughs> we are influencing everyone
3: with television and influ- movies today. Yes, when I watch. a little bit from 8 Mile, okay?
0: When I watch (laughs) 8 Mile, I just, I immediately get a gun and put it in my uh, warm up pants and shoot myself in the balls every time. (laughs) Because I am a Cheddar Bob motherfucker, my people. (laughs) All right, so we're going to be back in a second, first episode back in a while. How was the rust? The rust was okay. I
2: thought that was excellent.
0: Oh my God, this is excellent. You know why? The anchor, the new anchor, anchor. Jonathan Randall. (laughs) Permanent third seat. Permanent. If if I'm I firing myself. myself first. <laughs> Holy shit, sir. That's not positive. Did you not Sorry. hear my Tony Robbins shit that I just said? I'm <laughs> yeah, going to become you... a guru, a positive speaking guru. <laughs> you
2: should. That would actually just be a funny, like, parody video or something. <laughs> parody should. video? Parody. I can make some scratch, son. <laughs> you know? We'll be back in a second.
0: Lust for the Bam, baby. We <laughs> is back. Uh-oh, you got the nod. <laughs> we got to keep it moving, baby. We're running late. We're running late. This isn't like... <laughs> Everyone
3: listening is like, what the hell? What do you mean like? They have no idea how no packed idea. this place is. No idea. we Busier than a whorehouse on Nickel
0: Night. Hey, At Stand Up New York Labs. Hey, We are back. Lust for Life. Bringing it to you, babies. Keeping it a crazy real. Man, what's up with me trying to be all urban? It's ridiculous. <laughs> with us is our guest. The mighty, quote unquote, Claire. Claire's yeah, up in here. Yeah, Claire's here. Which is the name of Kevin Spacey's wife in House of Cards. There you go. Before we get into the oh, real my- stuff, do, do you enjoy that you share a name with a fictional character that is a horrible person? <laughs>
1: she's not that horrible, is she?
0: She's pretty
2: bad. Dude. Yeah, she's pretty bad. I don't want
0: to do spoilers do? here, but she has done some shall she's, we say scandalous shit.
1: She's super hot and she had some sexy threesomes. So, I'm I'm honored. Wow. In House of Cards? Oh, she had a threesome. Man. Season two. I don't think you're there yet. Ooh, I have no. one episode Spoiler left.
0: alert. Oh, it just ruined everything. <laughs> oh, come on. Who did she have a threesome with? A well, guy. A guy. The driver. <laughs> oh, that's the last. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Clay, you're banned from the fucking show now. Oh, that's our episode today. <laughs> I heard he. Oh, this just changes everything now. I right, gotta we, don't, go we don't know home. nothing. We don't know. Let's cut that part Oh, out. shit. Well, this
2: it's is gonna all come out...
1: over the internet.
0: We don't, uh, we're trying not to. Oh
1: my god, sorry.
0: We're not as bad. I've said this before. My my great roommate Greg Stoney did warm up on the live show. Um, he is so bad with spoilers. Like he can't mm-hmm. you doesn't want to know anything. Like if you walk in and he's watching like Battlestar Galactica and be like, oh man, look at her, she's wearing a red dress. I don't wanna hear it! I don't wanna hear it! She's wearing a red dress. That's hot. I don't know. Maybe it just means something. It doesn't mean anything. I would not. I'm just saying that that fucking Cylon looks really hot in a red dress and right. deal with it. Okay? He's just so scared. It's symbolism, it. like the
2: girl in pink <laughs> in Schindler's List.
0: Oh, man. you took it up a notch. You really went there with it, huh? I like to go there. Go there all the time, baby. Okay. All right. So we have Claire. Now, Claire, you grew up, if I remember, what? Virginia? Mm-hmm. Which is for lovers. Born which, and raised?
1: Uh, born and raised, yeah.
0: Which is the... the do you get tired of hearing that? It's for lovers? That's like my go to. No, I when feel I like as state slogans go, it's
1: kind of a sexy one. You think yeah.
0: it's a good one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Better better Texas like is a state peach of mind.
1: State. <laughs> too,
0: yeah, and what about empire staters. Yeah, who's got the lame one? There's a bunch Nevada. of the Nevada is the silver state. That's cool. But it means California's better than us because they're gold assholes. Right. Is there a bronze? Ooh, that would be fucking great. Like North Dakota or something. <laughs> New Mexico. Kind of yeah,
2: exactly.
0: <laughs> Which I bet. Be- They've gotten a lot of tourism from Breaking Bad. How much you want to bet they get a petition going, The Blue State, right, kiss exactly. my ass. Are they
2: going to do that? Do they have like, you know how they have like tours? Are they going to have like the Breaking Bad tour? Right. Like oh. this is where Jesse sold meth for the first time. People like, this oh is where God. their trailer was set up.
0: All for fiction.
2: It's insane. All. It's a bus tour. You could get it on Groupon for nineteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm.
0: I bet a little cheaper. All right. So you grew up in Virginia. Yeah. What was your household like?
1: Um my mother was sort of a hippie but she she came from kind of privilege so okay. she was sort of a, a you know old money gone wrong I would say Gone wrong Not gone wrong I mean maybe gone right actually <laughs> she's um she's kind of a good looking sort of flaky um she became a calligrapher um
2: Calligrapher Mhm Wow And is she could get a really job in it. Times Square
1: In Times Square
0: Yeah <laughs> Wait a minute calligraphy isn't that what <laughs> the Egyptians said Calligraphy. No, no a, that's just like fancy writing. It's fancy handwriting, but she does right. like
1: it's like hieroglyphics.
3: Logos. I think. Ah. Like
1: and then, but she then she sort of became an artist, and she was teaching art in different schools. She was teaching art in the good uh, private school that I wasn't able to go to.
0: That you weren't able to go to. Yeah. Why not?
1: Because we couldn't afford it.
0: Ah. Can't you get hooked up? I thought you'd get hooked up also. If mom's well, a teacher? Sometimes, a teacher. but
1: she,
2: she was... <laughs> gym, she was a gym teacher. They only hook yeah, up exactly. math, history, and science teachers, all right? Any arts teachers. If she was coaching it. the
0: girls' field hockey situation
2: on you. Damn you and your
0: calligraphy.
1: Well, she got fired.
2: She got ah. fired.
1: She was she was too she too
3: tried hippie? to discipline the rich kids. She put her L's too close together. Uh, exactly, didn't dot her eyes or something.
0: Uh-huh. She disciplined. Uh-huh. She disciplined the rich kids.
1: Yeah, she told them to put their heads on the desk so she could have like five minutes to kind of clear her head, and they um, the parents complained.
0: Was this because they were being bad? No one tells my kid to put their right. head on their desk. <laughs> it's the they best it five minutes Well, you know they would say, uh. you know how much we pay for to put my my kid's head on the table? No, bullshit. Like, that's what they'd be saying right there. Why is she putting their, were they being spoiled? Were they being bad? Or oh, did she God. have a chip on her shoulder about the wealthy?
1: No, she grew up wealthy. She went to the best private schools, too. I mean, I, I think these kids were just particularly bad. Wow. I
0: mean, yeah. And so they clipped her over that. hmm Okay, and so you're growing up, and you say, what did dad do?
1: My dad was, um, he was a part-time creative writing teacher in the university, and he was a novelist. But he was sort of, he was a, most of all, he was kind of a womanizer. He was like sort of off with different ladies all the time and bringing home different ladies and kind of... And-
3: out in the open, you're aware of this at a young age?
1: Yeah, well, I had a lot of babysitters. My sisters oh. and I like to say, no no babysitter left behind.
0: Uh-huh, so, yeah, <laughs> so wait a minute. The babysitters were girls who were fooling around with your pops.
1: Yeah, many of them were holy oh, so. wow.
3: <laughs> And mom also aware. I assume if you're a children yeah, she, aware, aware enough.
1: I mean, she had her own thing going. She was trying to be an artist and um and was succeeding at that. And then, you know, yeah, he was he was just a, a sort of like Woody Allen-ish kind of type. Not uh-huh. Jewish, but um a very So you, know. you
2: have adopted siblings as well?
1: <laughs> I have half siblings and okay. he sort of was sort of getting women pregnant on the side and stuff. I, I'm sure I have siblings I don't know about.
2: Wow. Oh my
3: god. That's always fun. And you have a sister? I have three sisters. Three sisters. Yeah. And you're close with them how I was growing up?
1: Yeah. Normal? Um, my younger sister sort of was not as bad as I was. I was like a real
3: what a real bad? screw up. Yeah.
1: Well, I'd, you know, I, um, I started skipping school in the fifth grade. Fifth grade. You just <laughs> start playing grade. hooky randomly. Yeah. Not, I mean, I would sort of walk the other... The school was within walking distance. I would just sort of walk the other way. and. By yourself? Mm-hmm.
0: So you would just chill out for, what, a couple hours at, what, 11 years old? Uh-huh, yeah. Just hanging out?
1: No, I mean, the whole day, I would...
0: So you're, you're wandering around uh, suburban Virginia... And people are seeing like a 10 year old walk in the streets and they don't think to stop or go, yeah. hey, what's she doing? Well, I
1: was like dodging truancy officers. I would like jump in the bushes on my way to the kind of downtown area.
0: Well, let's tackle cool. this for one second. Yeah. I never met a truancy officer in my life, I've always heard of them. Never.
2: Never. I've, I've never seen one. Either. You grew
0: up in South Florida, you grew up in New York. Yeah. Never.
2: I grew up in Nevada.
0: Apparently, they're all just in the fucking uh, Virginia, Virginia. (laughs) Virginia, the Lover State, baby. Well, I think
1: any officer can become a truancy officer in the right moment. When they see an 11-year-old walking down the street, hiding in the bushes, that would be the moment to...
3: Wow. And why why were you cutting school? What was your motivation at that age?
1: It wasn't... You know, I went to a school... Have you guys seen uh, the fourth season of The Wire? Yeah. So this is like a southern city where I grew up. It wasn't quite that bad but there were definitely kids in my fifth and sixth grade gym class who were pregnant and like it was had that vibe
3: so what so then why were you cutting you were just it was,
1: i think it felt like that sort of weird racial segregation in the south and it kind of felt hostile and and not like like we had lunch at 10 o'clock because there were so many kids packed into one building and they blocked us. So that means like the kids can't leave. The the teachers come to you instead of moving through the hall to their fights Uh or whatever. So it was kind of, it was just an awful institution. It was like creatively and spiritually like just dead.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And I think I sensed that.
0: And you sensed that at a young age though. Most people just at that age, oh, school sucks. And it's not for me. But you had like a deeper feeling that it was wrong. Well,
1: I don't think it was a deeper feeling. I think I was just like not as tough. I was like sensitive.
0: You were sensitive.
1: I think I was a little sensitive. It and was sort of heartbreaking to be there.
0: Yeah, but that's different than oh, what everyone else yeah. goes through. And
3: did you have friends also that you were cutting with or?
1: So the, I had sort of gotten separated from my main friends in, in that year. And um, I, I think I remember that year as being particularly lost and then sort mm-hmm. of finding my way again in later years. But um, yeah, but that was kind of the beginning of my of my problem.
2: Would you do something special or would you just like walk around in the streets or did you like have a special store you like to go to or like a park or a restaurant? There was or? like a
1: cafe that was sort of a bar at night actually that I would go to and the, the store owner sort of thought I was funny and I don't know so I would sometimes go there.
0: In the middle of the day. It yeah. hey, is kids fun I would right I- <laughs> to around to the millions of Truant officers we happen to have in Virginia. Yeah, she's
2: got a good sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, she's a funny one. Right? Right? Let's buy her a beer.
1: No, I did have – well, later on I used to go to another another bar slash cafe when I was in ninth grade and I was skipping school. And that guy was really great. He was like, here are some books to read. You know, don't get these STDs that I have.
2: Go what the hell is going Oh, so wow. He, a, he became kind of like education. a positive influence. Yeah. yeah, he was a role was model. like, here's some – it's like a Finding Forrester kind of deal. I don't trust
0: it. I think they were both yellow kings. <laughs> 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 That's what um, so let's uh, fifth grade, you're cut in class. Do you get caught ever?
1: No, my mom, who's so wonderful, she's like, oh, it's good. You know, actually, you can take time off of school to kind of be by yourself and think I believe in yeah, that. She, she seemed to need wow. that, those moments so kind of, of solitude it. as well. And put
3: making kids put their head down.
1: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so she was sort of understanding. She, like, lied and said I had pneumonia for a month. And it was like she used her calligraphy handwriting to fill in the worksheets that I had done. And it was really obvious because she had, like, beautiful handwriting <laughs> and I had shitty fifth grade handwriting. She would
0: do your homework.
1: She tried to help me because I was gonna fail. Team player, mama. No, well, I was gonna (laughs) fail the fifth grade, and there was sort of no other. There was no other way. She wanted me to pass. No, she was really sweet.
0: But Mm. did you know? Like, I barely know you, but you are an intelligent person. I get that from you, and obviously, you're you're gonna tell us what you're doing now, and that definitely includes having team. Hopefully, we'll never get there, so I won't have to. It's gonna happen, baby girl. Don't worry about that. But did you know you were intelligent there then, like in fifth grade? When you almost failed, no, that great. You didn't know.
1: No, I didn't think I was smart. I mean, what were your grades like when feel you that did I'm do? Smart it? Now.
0: When you did your work, were you, were you getting decent grades?
1: No, I think I pra- practically failed that. Practically fifth grade.
0: failed. Okay. And
1: then sixth grade, seventh grade, and eighth grade.
0: So it was a close call all those years.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, and now you get to ninth grade, and now you're hanging out with Captain STD, who's giving you. <laughs> Uh, John Steinbeck books or whatever. <laughs> She's, uh, here's some books you should read. Give it a ninth grade girl like Bukowski well, novels but, and shit like that. Don't touch me, but uh, <laughs> yeah. it's called The Naked Lunch. Oh, that would be outstanding.
1: One time he asked me, he said, what would you do if we went to a foreign country and I abandoned you there? And it was like a test. And I, I failed the test because the answer was like, go to the embassy or something. He was kind of a weird... Kind right. sort of
3: mind-blowing. What, was, what was, was your answer? I was there?
1: like, go have a good time without you. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> nah. What kind
0: okay, of test is that? It, it was also. a
1: kind, I think it was just sort of flirting with a teenager in a weird way.
0: I'm t- Did I call it or what? He's a fucking yeah. yellow king. He's one of those dudes from True Detective. Um, where is this guy? Is we that the new them.
2: euphemism for pedophiles right yeah. now? He's, he's the, the yellow king. He's the <laughs> yellow
0: king, everybody. That's who that son of a bitch is. I was also thinking, you're like a Star Trek guy, right? What's Ooh. that test? The college. Oh,
2: co- I, know, I don't I don't know. Bullshit I know what you're talking about, but th- that I. That you can't I don't pass. Remember. But, but uh, th- only, only Kirk passed it, right?
0: And because he cheated. That slimy Kirk. All right. So, ninth grade is that where it came to a head? How long? Yeah. Ninth grade was your last grade.
1: I might have done. I I think I did it like two weeks of the tenth grade, but I I also I think oh, my GPA try in the ninth grade was <laughs> it's 0.7. It's double
2: digits. But in the your, ninth, what was your GPA? Point 0.7. Point 0.7. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: And I, my parent, what happened was I just didn't go to school. And the, the system, the public schools have a system where they call your mom or your, they call your parents when you're out of school and they say your child missed so and so many days of yes. school. And that system was broken. And so my parents just got a letter at the end of the year that said, your daughter has missed 278 days of school. Is there even that many that's wow, I don't days? know if there's that many, but, yeah. it, wow. but it was the, like, yeah, right? the maximum number. <laughs> and it was so it was almost sublime to my mother because it was such a big number. So she was almost not able to be mad because right. it was so incredible. Like, good for
0: you. <laughs> your child has missed 384 days this year. What? <laughs> that's not possible.
2: <laughs> what kind of school are we doing? Yeah, it's almost but, impressive, right? Yeah. Like,
0: and how? your parents at that point had no clue
3: or not the clue to the extent. I wasn't
1: being a great kid. In other ways, but I don't think they knew I was skipping that much. All right, did you
3: get into like drugs and that stuff? Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: and men, uh, sort of older men. That, older men, not man, that particular not one. That
2: guy. Okay, I wasn't man, going though. there, but you—you you were. Defensive. But how old? How old?
1: Was I fooling around with older guys?
2: No, you said you were. So yeah. you were—you were like ninth and tenth grade. Mm-hmm. So that's like yeah, what is that? Like 14, 15, 15? Yeah, so yeah. How, how old were these guys?
1: You know, pushing thirty.
0: Holy! I mean. Oh my <laughs> goodness! Wow! <laughs>
2: yep. Yeah. Do you realize the shit I got
0: being 33 dating a 23-year-old a few years ago? Really? Yeah.
2: Did you get a lot? Oh,
0: unbelievable. Why are you going to start dating women your own age? Well, there's fucking worse people out there, okay? <laughs> no, for
2: sure. It's That's so much creepier. 3015. I mean, I think those 15. guys I
1: think those guys are creepy, but I have to say I I guess, but I don't regret those experiences. I'm kind of like grateful for them because they kind of taught me not not things like that other guy, but they were kind of <laughs> I it always know. goes back
0: to the Yellow King. Mm. Not what, like the Yellow King.
2: That's so weird because there are laws like statutory rape against this. Might not in Virginia. That.
0: <laughs> Virginia. That's how that state 14. was
2: founded, yeah. actually. Virginia is for lovers. <laughs> Vir- no matter how
0: old they are. <laughs> yeah, their legal age is 18 months. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh. No, I, don't, I think younger women learn a lot from older men. I think it's a win-win situation on both sides. Really? I have to say, yeah. Even at that age? Yeah. In wow. my case, I was trying... I wanted... I was going out trying to get laid or trying to get high. Like, I wanted to do those two things.
3: Right, but how many women that age shouldn't be making... Or it's hard to really make that call. I mean,
1: your hormones are making that call for you.
0: I not mean. for guys that are 30. First, like, was, dude who's 30 was, should not be trying to bang a 15-year-old. Let's be quite blunt nah, about this. Absolutely I not. Mean, did they know ridiculous. you were
2: 15 years old? Uh-huh. Like, that's... Like, I dated an 18-year-old when I was, like, 25, and I felt like a scumbag about it.
3: If that you had a daughter... Scummy. No. Who was 14, 15, fifteen, you'd be fine if she was dating a thirty year old?
1: Well, I don't know. I mean my mother and all her sisters were kind of the same way as I was. They were wow. sort of fifteen and they whores. And we're like, no. Ha,
2: ha. Just no, joking,
1: I mean just No, I guess we were kind of I mean <laughs> <laughs> Holy what smokes. Are you
0: say? This is the greatest <laughs> show ever. I gotta have fun doing this. <laughs>
2: I know. I hope you don't have young daughters listening right
1: now. I <laughs> just our don't fan think base. it's the worst thing that can happen to somebody. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Well, there is that
0: saying. I remember when I was a kid and I'd be uh, shooting hoops. I used to play ball with older dudes and they'd be, they'd be trying to teach me life. A lot of it was like closed-minded macho shit. But this always stuck with me. It seems like you can teach... A, like. Older guys with younger women, they tend to—you can mold a woman, for lack of a better word. And, and it's almost like women sometimes like to be molded, but it's not really the other way. Like, if I, I was 21, I was hooking up with, like, 26-year-olds. They weren't teaching me life. Mm-hmm. But then, like, when I was going out with a girl who's 10 years younger than me, I could tell in the few months I was with her, she was learning a lot from me. Mm-hmm. And that if I really wanted to, I could have molded her. But that's kind of weird.
2: But isn't that like kind like, of assuming like the father position, the yes, father that's role? Kind you know, of I'm going to teach you. I'm going to help guide you through life and give you my advice and pass down what I have learned onto you. But and that's, that's a
0: the, nice thing. It is nice, but it's a weird dynamic when you're, when you're lovers, dynamic. when you're partners, when you're supposed to be equals, in that it's kind of like a weird Equals thing.
1: isn't sexy. Father daughter is sexy. Well, that's. Yeah. Mm. No, I think,
0: it uh, is amazing. But, <laughs> How? But
1: that's what psychoanalysis tells us. That's what Freud would tell us. That the transference reactions—you're always dealing with a relationship that's sort of parental in some way. It's not ever kind of brother-sister equal. Is not a sexy dynamic.
3: So why does it not happen, guys, to older girls?
1: I think it can. I mean, I mean, I think there's a there's a different biology Mm -hmm.
2: there. You said brother's Oedipus complex thing. Right. No,
3: but Mad Dog's point just
0: was. You don't have that for an older girl dating. They're well, not yeah. they're not becoming a mother figure.
1: But I think that does happen actually.
0: I think they tend to take a sometimes a mother role and that's not really hot. Like I've never thought like if uh-huh. I, guys I know who chase cougars, I for the most part, it's just because there's I don't know, maybe something dangerous about it or maybe they're more willing. I don't know. But it's never oh, and then she cooked me breakfast today. Like, that's weird. Uh-huh. Like, no one, like, and then she started telling me about her kids. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to chase the cougar. But see, right. this is the dynamic. That is the, the difference. Like, me describing it to the guys, they didn't react to, to that, like, that would be something they wanted. But you, because, like, you need some of nature, or nourishment, whatever. Yeah. What am I even saying? God damn, I slept eight minutes last night. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Um, What was the, the, the house life like in ninth grade? Ma and Pop still together at that point or no?
1: still miraculously together despite many um uh strange occurrences um i
0: don't what it, strange occurrences other than than pops oh my god throwing around like the town pump
2: endless. <laughs> back in the babysitter would your mom like come home and would he be like getting on with the babysitter or something
1: oh, i mean practically i mean that was basically it was god sort of damn. that kind of situation, and. And you think they had three cats as babysitter? He, no, mm-hmm. no, no. He was just most. No, was, but with Claire from uh, House of Cards,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> alert. and fucking Meacham. With the butler,
1: no. I Ooh. I think, yeah. I most of most of those cats crawled out of all of their bags later on. Like it was sort of revealed that he had done even more than we could have possibly imagined. But, um, so. I had a sense of what was going on, but mostly I was just, he had all these students around who were, that he was fucking, who were like young, sexy MFA students who were really smart. And I think I started to get, like, make friendships with some of them, even at that age, and feel like women could be smart. So Mm. in that sense, it was, it was sort of a positive thing.
0: So that was positive. It is interesting what you're getting positives out of. It It is true. Do
2: you think that influenced your decision to be having sex with older men because you saw your father having sex with all these younger girls and you kind of looked up to them and thought they were smart and...
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I think it's also you'd be surprised how many women sort of go that road. I mean, if you're a sort of, I think some women are kind of sexually alive at fifteen, and if if you're like that, you're going to go that way. You're not going to go with people your own age. You need somebody to teach you how to have sex, so you're going to go for somebody who knows what they're doing. And it's
2: pretty easy to figure out. (laughs) Well,
1: but you don't want to. Well, I don't know. I mean, you don't want to do it with somebody who's. Was your
2: first sexual experience with a really older man?
1: A somewhat, a somewhat older, yeah.
0: Wow. That's just... See, I always fantasized. Like, when you're like 14, and you're getting hard every eight seconds because you're like a teenage boy, I mean, you have fantasies of, oh, man, I'm going to meet some old hot shit. Like, I remember in eighth grade, we had like a TA that was smoking hot, and, I to- and I'm a big nerd, missing a tooth, just fucked up looking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's dead bed bugs that were more attractive than me. And I thought I had a chance with this bra. <laughs> and the regular teacher made me look like an ass in front of her. Uh. And I was bitching to my boy Slim Jim. And he was like, yeah, man, what are you going to do? She she made you look stupid. Now you got no chance. What chance do I have? You, yeah, but, now
2: you do have no chance. But that's
0: <laughs> but you're like, oh, my God. She might like Like how that doesn't work. Well, that's worked in a few schools apparently. A lot
2: of schools. But But that's like a universal fantasy that a lot of men have that they want to be with an older woman you well, they you're want a kid to learn too. something from an older woman to have an experience with an older woman. But like with the guy, what she's saying, like I don't think any older guy is like, I really want to guide this woman or this girl and give her advice and help her with her life. I think it's just yeah, like but a lot fifteen year old girl. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, yeah, yeah exactly. No, I mean, and I, I, I think people you wouldn't even think, like people you know, I had boyfriends who were in professions that you'd think would know better. But were like super. The idea they couldn't. The, the idea I think of being with a 16-year-old or a 15-year-old is overwhelming.
0: Well, see, it's interesting now because overwhelmingly
2: bad. I'm sorry. Yes. But, like, who are these guys? They're not like. If a lot of guys want to fuck 15-year-old, yeah, they're called pedophiles.
0: This is the new Woody, uh, Woody Harrelson, and Matthew McConaughey. Me and Jonathan Randall are gonna find <laughs> all these motherfuckers and put them to goddamn justice. All, w- right, w- all right, Virginia, we're coming. God, does that mean I'm Woody then? <laughs> hey, Ross. Oh, you Rose. <laughs> Rose.
1: have a long list of guys to find in Virginia.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Just Christ! Kidding.
1: I'm kidding. It's was actually not true.
0: Well, I don't know. There's, <laughs> a- oh. gotcha. Okay. So this is this is wild. This uh, this yes. almost feels like a Stern interview right. from the early '90s. But you did not get in app- appointment. point. Stern was my with-
1: first father figure. Stern was. I I discovered Stern as I became pubescent, and I think that it really did Because Stern was huh. so great for me because it was like. At the, at the abomination that is male heterosexuality was sort of encapsulated in him the and it was so clear it was so Yo,
2: like what does that mean the well his sexuality
1: the, the, the sort of perversion and all that and in in him it was manageable Be, at, at sort of 13 and 14 I we watched at the E! show mm-hmm. the so I could sort the of best. deal yeah, with the I, remember that. I could deal with it mm-hmm. and I felt like I could deal with men at that point after seeing him I said that's kind of as bad as it gets so that's okay
3: <laughs> right it's uphill from here Except so th- for guys that want to
2: bank 15-year-olds.
0: <laughs> so then you dropped out of high school? Two weeks into 10th grade, you're out.
1: Well, I didn't drop out. I Consciously, exactly. I, I failed out, which is really... It's hard to fail out of a public school. You have mm-hmm. to be like on death row, especially in this public school. So basically what happened is...
0: 50 to life, you can still go to class. Right. <laughs> you can correspond it.
1: So... First they put. You I have in a the- letter
2: from Shug Knight. It says I don't want to go <laughs> anymore. The warden says I could take today's right. off.
1: <laughs> so first they put you in the suspension center, and then they move you across town to another building, which is called the detention center. And there they make you watch videos on the dangers of crack cocaine all day long. Like you can't really read, you um, you can't go to class. You're in this other building, and I was the only white girl person in the and every day the guy would say thank you for brightening my day
0: and
2: uh, and then he tried to bang
0: another him. yellow king <laughs> virginia we're changing your license plate virginia's mm. for yellow kings
2: <laughs> i know then, this is, podcast is horrible for virginia right now <laughs> no
0: it's not <laughs> 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 move to west virginia west right. virginia was the one getting all the shit for years <laughs> true right no virginia do you have any cousins of lovers. west virginia that'll be next week and then no, we'll just find I out wish. that Virginia's fine
1: well, so I got arrested in the, in the detention center, which was... For what? So they had this program for inner city kids where they wanted to give them cameras to like document their lives and no inner city kids wanted to do it. So I got one. And uh, I was making a film about the high school and about the school. And so I was filming and the guy who said, thanks for brightening my day, called the cops on me and said I was violent. And so that was sort of the beginning of...
2: Because you were filming?
1: End. Yeah. You're not allowed wow. to film in a school, I guess.
2: But I thought uh. they gave you the cameras.
1: It was it was a, a program that was reaching out to the shitty school system. So the shitty school system was sort of mad at you know people looking at what they were doing. Okay. I don't know.
2: Wow. Huh. wow, you get arrested for that? Yeah, that's pretty lame. And you I mean get arrested for.
0: And this leads to you <laughs> change that no story. school. <laughs> so what what age are you when you are now? Was it sovereign or whatever? You no longer sovereign. having to go to school. You <laughs> Declared your independence. But I uh, am free so of much. this.
3: Well, so what
1: I did was so there's this, there's all this literature about school, like unschooling. So this it's called unschooling, and there's something called Sudbury Valley. I don't know if you know. It's a school that has no rules. It's very famous, and all these kids kind of got, became engineers without having to, you know, they're they're not they're not um, required to do any class or anything. So some of those people wrote this book called The Teenage Liberation Handbook. And I started reading it and it's like a guidebook on how to get out of going to school if you're 15. I think at 16 in Virginia, because there's so many farmer's kids, you can can leave basically, Mm. you can not go to school anymore. But I was just before that. So this sort of explains how to declare yourself homeschooled. And there's some paperwork and some loopholes and stuff, but it tells you exactly how to do it. So I was in the detention center and I went up to meet with the secretary and was like, look, I figured out how I can do this, just help me. And so we did it together. And she called my mom and said, I think you should let her do it. This oh, is after I had been forced to go to summer school and everything. And uh-huh. So that was it. That book kind of made right.
3: it. I guess if any kid is
0: reading a book about how to get out of school, you're like, you're good. You're fine. At least you're reading books. Yeah, maybe that's what you needed. You know, I mean, obviously it did. So you that's how you got through high school technically. Yeah. You, through a homeschool.
1: Well, technically. So then, but I didn't have like homeschool like my parents weren't going to homeschool me so then i went to just
2: calligraphy all the time (laughs) Uh,
1: i could be working in times square no i think um no i then i just decided to go to the local community college which um was fantastic like i was taking philosophy classes and doing all the things that And this is when
2: you're like 16 years old
1: yeah 15 okay
2: yeah you're taking high school
0: classes at the community college
1: no college classes at the community college i was the youngest student at the community college
0: well so that's the that's the billion dollar question though how do they allow you who has two weeks Because i'm
1: homeschooled that's how and mm. they have to let the christian kids do it so they, they once you're homeschooled you get you're sort of under all of those legal riders
0: but i thought you all right wait a minute so i think there's a step missing here so you weren't homeschooled by mom and dad though so you uh, on paper she was on paper you got through four years or three years in how long like a, a a couple months?
1: Well, I was like getting stoned. I was in like a car accident. I did nothing for like a year. You were in a car accident. And yeah, I was bad. So you
0: were laid out. So that's my question. At 16, how are you taking How did you technically through homeschool when mom and dad are not there get through high school where a junior college would accept you as a student? Well,
1: a bunch of my friends dropped out of the high school with me because we figured out this was a good idea. And so we would drive together to the community college and take classes nobody ever asked about the home the home school was just a ruse to get out of going to the school
0: which there is a was, fancy the, word comes so if you knocking. use ruse they're going to let you into the car <laughs> right. but so. nobody's
1: come nobody comes knocking and says what are you doing because you know this it's mostly a religious thing so it, they're mm. very careful about it uh-huh. um
3: they're not taking attendance no right
1: no <laughs> literally there's no oversight whatsoever right. so
3: all you kids out there listening <laughs> yes <laughs>
1: Yeah. No, I think it's actually I mean there are a lot of kids stuck in shitty public schools who would who can't afford private school but would be very happy in a community college. Mm-hmm. And here's the best part of it is that you can do a few years of community college and then transfer those credits to a four-year institution and then pay half as much or, you know, a third as much money as, you know, all of your everybody else who goes there and still have a degree from uh-huh. a four-year institution because they have to take those credits.
0: Yeah. I've
3: done that.
1: And you can do that at age you know, 18 or whatever if you start early. And is that what you did? It's not exactly. I mean, yes. No, it is. I did transfer those credits, but I had a more kind of circuitous. Um, so I loved the community college, and I did really well, and I was in an honors program. And then I went out to a school in New Mexico that is this great books program, and they don't require SATs, GEDs. Um, Diplomas. I didn't have any of those things.
0: Uh-huh. Any of those, and now she's going to college. What, real quick, what do you think spurred you all of a sudden falling in love with education?
1: I mean, I was always reading on my own. Um, I think it was Howard Stern, actually. No, I mean, <laughs> I actually did feel like Howard Stern was very psychoanalytically astute, and I got really interested in psychoanalysis. He's very intelligent. Yes.
0: Um, arguably one of the best is, interviewers I've ever heard. I mean, he's amazing can break down anyone. Yeah. I mean, it's great. Very cerebral.
1: Yeah, I'm a fan. But uh I was always reading. I mean, I think I came from a family that was pretty verbal and that's a benefit. And then I found philosophy, which is what I wanted to be doing. And so that I think that was I think it was the community college. It was being in a place where there were a lot of people who were everyone who was there was there because they wanted to be there. They weren't being forced to be there. And so it was older, you know, housewives or like you know whatever but everybody wanted to be doing it you feel like
0: high school and the public schools and all that that's kind of like you were forced to do it do you think that's what what turns you off from getting that education that you had to go
1: it was the quality of education was bad
0: it wasn't good but the community college it was good which people
1: there are a lot of great community colleges
0: more older guys
2: around a community there is more
0: older dudes Uh, (laughs) now yeah all right, so now you're in community college. You're 18 to 20, whatever. Is no, your dating? No, I'm
1: 15. Ha- oh, six. that's
0: right. You're 15. <laughs> are your dating habits changing as you get older, or no?
1: Um.
3: Are you?
0: I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna do stereotypical here. Are you falling for, and or dating and hooking up with professors or or uh, teachers? No. Not at all.
2: Not at all. Are you like I'm a 15 year old here, or are you just like not really being honest about? I, your they could age, tell
1: I, think? I was sort of small. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay.
2: All right. And did you have a focus of your study when you're at the community college or just well, trying to figure things out? Well, they had an honors
1: program, which many community colleges do. And so it was sort of the more advanced students would do kind of a humanities. So I did a lot of stuff on um, reconstruction in the South and philosophy. Um, I was, I never took, I mean, I never, I don't know algebra or geometry. I never took any of those classes. Wow.
3: So. Did you know what career or profession you wanted to go into at that point?
1: I didn't, but through this philosophy class, I started thinking about sort of reading academic articles and thinking I wanted to do something in that direction. And then the school I went to, St. John's College, is a it's a great books program. So it's like everybody has to learn ancient Greek, everybody has to learn French, and you read things in the original. And it's it's like a core humanities Uh like, so you really. um,
2: That sounds boring. Is that in Maryland? (laughs)
1: It's in Maryland, but they have a campus in, in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Uh-huh. So I did the Santa Fe one.
0: Okay, so but you can speak French and Greek, or you can just read them.
1: Or read I can it. read. It was, I don't. I don't want to be tested on my French and my too ancient. Too well, We are not <laughs> the ones <laughs> who can. We are not
0: the ones who can test yeah, you. Not French. not these three. <laughs>
1: um, we yes, I I continued ancient Greek at Columbia actually. So
0: ancient Greek. That's different than other Greek.
1: It's different from modern Greek. Same alphabet, but different.
0: Wow, them goddamn Greeks always changing
2: there's a lot also. more uh, sodomy in the ancient greece.
1: <laughs> there's no sodomy in ancient greece actually you know they had sex intracurally which means between the thighs thigh fucking it's actually very sweet and they, they were very against anal sex but they were gay but okay
2: I, d- I did not know well you i didn't learn i learned now. so much uh, right now not only did i learn about thigh fucking but i learned that it's very sweet, very sweet. is that very sweet <laughs> i very sweet. can't I believe you said kind of that sweet.
0: and see you said you weren't smart look at you you're intelligent no. Who knows? Who I do this know about, about thigh ancient
1: fucking. Greek? You know about scissoring, so I'm just adding to your right. repertoire. Uh, well,
2: yeah, but I never heard anyone like say it's so sweet. <laughs> <But> <laughs> he's so sweet when he thigh fucked me last night.
0: <laughs> we're all, older than you, and so when we see porn that we'd you know sneak when we're like 15, that was the craze back in the late 80s, early 90s. Still a lot of scissoring between the lesbians. That was still a, a I've thing. I've
1: never seen scissoring.
0: Uh, you have not really, seen that many Ginger Lynn and <laughs> Nina Hartley films from scissoring the Scissoring always 90's. gets a
2: laugh if they're lesbians at the comedy club. They love it. They do love it. <laughs> they
0: do love it. Well, you bring up <laughs> scissoring because they know no one does that right. shit. It's exactly. Bring
2: just
1: up thigh fucking. People don't do that anymore. I'm going to say.
2: tonight. It's uh, called, <laughs> there's a,
1: a really smart word for it. It's called intracurally, which means between the thighs. Intracurally.
0: It's mm, hard to say. It doesn't sound so. as hot as thigh fucking. I'm right. going to be honest, Claire. <laughs> not as sweet sounding. Thigh
1: fucking, I just... Invented
0: for this show, but well, we're using it. <laughs> Good. Oh, is that a song? Five fucking. That's delight. a new. It just sounds catchy to me. That's gonna become the new part of the intro. Right. Number one podcast that America's vote on by Canadians. <laughs> Nothing fucking.
2: gives you a lust for life like five fucking. fucking.
0: <laughs> That's great. All right. So you go. You learn all that. Don't now you know three. you want to get into academics. Yeah. So what school do you go to after this?
1: Well, I transferred. From St. John's in New Mexico. In New
0: Mexico, pre-Blue Meth.
1: Yeah, pre. And I, I transferred to B***, um, to which is a girls' women's college here. Yeah. Um,
0: Scissoring and, problem. Oh. Yeah. And
1: so, so when I was there, I started taking a lot of classes at And they were, I think... St. John's has sort of a reputation as a uh, gr- as a college, as a great books program. And I think from there, you're able to get into a lot of places. But I knew I wanted to be, I went to St. John's because I knew I wanted to get to New York eventually. So I only went uh-huh. there one year. Wow.
0: And it got her into <laughs> You started taking some <laughs> classes.
1: Yeah, and then I started taking a class with this professor, you know, because it was a class on the same great books I'd been reading. And it turned out he, I was sort of heckling him. He, he was giving a lecture. And it turned out he owned this, or he ran an institute at <laughs> He gave me. I was like awfully mean to him, and he, this
0: is still in Santa Fe. No, it's like. So you come, all right? So you're, at, right? You're in Santa Fe, mm-hmm. and then what do you apply to? How do you end up in New York?
1: I applied to. Cause
0: to I, okay, I'm that's right. The girls' it. school, and then you are there, and then is that where you meet the dude from? And he says, "Why don't you just well, come to the like, school?" Well, he's
1: like, "I'll get you. A, I'll get you a job." Okay. And he's, and so he gave me a job at his research institute, and then he left, and he gave me to his friend, who was a gang scholar. And so I went with. Gang scholar? Yeah, he studies gangs in Chicago. And so we started, um, I started researching gangs.
0: Everyone says we have no jobs. I've never heard of that before. Gang scholar. Scholarly. There's a
1: lot of money in poverty research, it turns out.
0: That makes Mm. sense.
2: Ironically, Ironically, yeah.
0: yeah. (laughs) Unbelievable, right?
1: (laughs) So I started doing, we would fly to Chicago and I started hanging out in housing projects and interviewing gang members. And so I, I worked for him for a long time. And I think. I had my own research project, but I think that having worked for him, I think that helped me gain kind of, I think that helped me get into all the PhD programs I got into later. This wow. is
0: this is so fascinating to me and, and it's probably not fascinating to you because it's your story. I mean, it like it's just calm, you're just delivering it like normal. I'm blown away. like leaving school at like 15, 16 just happened. To get into junior college with, oh, yeah, sure, you're homeschooled. Homeschool like eight weeks or whatever.
1: Well, anyone can get into junior college.
0: Yeah, but but to end up at and realizing that you want to end up teaching. My mind is blown. And we've got some wild shit on this show. This is blowing my mind.
2: It's like obviously it seems like you just weren't challenged in your high school where you felt like, you know, because you seemed to care about education and you wanted to learn stuff and you just needed to be kind of like pointed in the right direction or inspired a little bit and then it took off. But wait, I thought you didn't graduate from college.
1: I did graduate from college. I didn't graduate from high school. Okay, But I I think that it's, you know, one of the things that I'm in support of is people not graduating from college. My father actually – because he, has this, he run, is working for this MFA program in Virginia, which is a creative writing program. And he lets in people all the time. It's a graduate program, an MFA program, with like a seventh grade education. So if you're have, if you in any of those arts places, you really don't need, like with a PhD, you do need a college degree. But with any of the arts, MFA and art or MFA and whatever, theater, you do not need to go to college. And people mistake that. But you can have a seventh grade ed- education and a great portfolio and not pay for the well
0: for the arts definitely
2: I think so I think I went to college what a waste you you
0: don't think it helps shape some of the things that you're educated about on stage I I definitely think it influenced me a lot I I definitely think it was good that I went
2: I could have read a book you know I could have got the book without going to college would you have that time I I think I maybe would have if I would have had a better like grasp of what I really cared about and what I was interested in and what I wanted to yeah like I, I read the books that that interested me
0: I wouldn't know shit about Andrew Jackson if I didn't go to college.
2: Yeah, what about that—the
3: broad education side of it, the books you, the books you're not necessarily interested in—that you have to, because there's a, you know, you need two sciences and two histories and two. Well,
2: actually, the college I went to is more individualized study, and you didn't. Well, that's your first mistake. (laughs) But oh, really? Does that does the Andrew Jackson like information come up a lot, or the science? I make a lot of Andrew Jackson references on stage,
3: man. No, I think there is something to be said about having a broad education and knowing how the world works and where you come from and how numbers
2: and math work. Yeah, I think that is
3: important. And you think you can only
2: get that education by going to a four-year college? I think,
3: no, I think there's a better chance you get it there as opposed to, nah, you'll figure it out on your own. Here's yeah. a library card. Get a
2: subscription to Luminosity. You know? Listen,
3: I have t- t- taught myself a lot from you know Scientific American and reading yes. articles on my own and doing my own research. But especially at a younger age, how much would you be inclined to do on your own if there wasn't? A but teacher and I testing think involved? tutors
1: are a really good investment. I think hiring yeah, I PhD students, yeah, to, for sure. If, in New York, especially where the the public school game is really fucked up and private school is really expensive, if I was a parent, I would go to Columbia and hire PhD students who are looking for extra money, and t- to tutor my kid and make it a, design a kind of homeschool curriculum. I think that's a good a good route, a better route. What
3: is your PhD in? Margaret Mead up in this shit baby. Oh, I love dinosaurs. How dinosaurs. do I know Margaret Mead? <laughs> how do I know Margaret
0: Mead? Freshman well, year UNLV. College?
2: Freshman year. Wow, you're better. I don't feel like I remember anything. From I'll college. give
0: you an example of how it helped me. You ready for this?
2: Yes. Please. I do I'm
0: doing warm up the other day on Presidents Day. Okay. So as we're going in and out of commercials, I'm just going, "Come on, man, cuz I got to keep them loud. I got I'm like a cheerleader." And so it's like, "Come on, we got we got to do this Presidents Day." After Lincoln and Washington, you're shot, most people are shot at president. I'm throwing, come on, we got to do this for Zachary Taylor, baby. Let's do this. Let's do it for Polk, baby. Let's do it for Polk. I've learned such interesting things to talk about.
2: You Give know, it up for Nixon. Okay, wait, forget whoa, about that yeah. one. Oh. Bush, baby. Do you know that house.
0: Hail to the Chief was written because of Polk? President huh. Polk, because President no. Polk was like four foot nothing. Uh. He'd walk into a function. He's the leader of the free world, and no one knows who the fuck he is. So they decided to play a theme music. It was like before the WWF. This is like, (laughs) oh my God, that's President Polk's music. That's a good thing to tell at parties, and people fucking go. That kid's smart. Where did I learn it? UNLV You learned it at college, or is that a sample fact? That's UNLV, bro. That's some running Uh. rebel shit. So, and we're gonna start wrapping this up. And this is very fascinating. Um, this is great. You advocate no high school. For arts, but what about like if my kid no wants to be a too, yeah. my kid wants to be a banker? You're not gonna tell junior not to go to high school. Wants I think to be a there banker. are
1: kids who can talk their way into business school without going to college. Is there any I profession think it's possible?
0: Any profession that you think that you definitely need the high school and college education?
1: I think college. I mean, I, I think for things like studying linguistics or studying mathematics or studying music, maybe. College might be necessary for liberal arts. I'm not sure. I think there are faster ways to learn that stuff than in a classroom.
0: But I think that's just leaving fate that people will right. search for. It. Or,
3: or, or is basically what you're saying? We need to change the way we teach people at that age. And the, is it the classroom setting or the current structure? You're not saying people at that age don't need education from educators or intelligent people, well, which, but how we deliver the information to them.
1: Which age? I mean, I I would have gladly sort of left school in fifth grade and done some things on my own with, with tutors. I think that might have been a good model. Um, and I think if I were a parent and I would ha- my only option was a public school and it wasn't a great public school, I might try and do it that way.
3: So almost as a lesser of two evils type of thing. Not no,
1: a- I think as, as it may be oh, better oh. than private school.
3: OK, but if someone came to you right now and said, create an education system for us,
2: where do you start?
1: Well, so you know Jeffrey Canada, he's got this Harlem Children's Zone, which is this this school system. No, is that, that
2: the president of Canada?
1: No, <laughs> it's he's, Rob Ford. Okay, it's, he's oh, taking, <laughs> yeah, That's right. My bad. He's taking kids with extremely low test scores, mo- all minority students, and and created a sort of intensive um, charter school system that that helps them do really well really small schools and now they're some of the best performing you know best test scores so i think a big problem is this, this idea that that kids who have low test scores are doomed to continue to have low test scores and this idea of gifted i think is really preposterous and racist but is, is it. that
3: again more change in the system or in the way we test them or the way we measure them or like again if you're if so you say okay we have kids that you know what do, what are they going to do all day they're ages 5 well, to, to 18. I think uniforms. I
1: actually really am, I'm kind of a believer in uniforms. Yeah? The Jeffrey Canada school has uniforms. I think that helps kids feel kind of I mean I loved being in a school when I was in 4th grade. I loved being with other kids and I, I think it's important to navigate kind of other freaky kids and and learn those social skills, but um at a certain age if you're an advanced kid, I think you should be allowed to peel off.
0: Mhm. But what if they're not advanced?
1: I th- I mean, I think any kid, I mean, there's so many ways to be advanced. Like, there could be a kid who's so, like, brilliant at computer games and nobody's really tapping into what his talents are or a kid who's brilliant at something else. And so I think more kids are advanced. I mean, I think any kid can be advanced. I think it's just a question of...
0: I just think it becomes a bodies issue. I just don't think there's enough bodies. Like, I think the less less kids in, in a class, I think they're proving... The education's better you know like right. when you go in a
3: ratio from student to teacher i guess ideally if you could have a one-on-one tutor walking you personalizing your education that would be great but you can't have a teacher for every student out there
0: and that's the thing there's going to be not enough tutors right. well
1: it would be cheaper to send to have a tutor for your kid than to send your kid to private school
0: and do you think
3: that's how that are we should be educating our our children i
1: don't say we i think that's an option for people that may not have been thought about as much before you know
3: So if the head of public schools in New York came to you right now, help us reinvent what we do. What's the first change you make?
1: Well, I I would think that the Jeffrey Canada model, it's a really good one. And that making sure this idea of, you know, your gifted kid will be fine. I think this idea that, you know, there's such a thing as gifted kids when they're in fourth grade is pretty ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And making sure that everybody's getting the same kind of intense... encouragement. And that's mm-hmm. what that Harlem Children's Zone proves is that any kids who are given a lot of attention can do really, really well. Mm-hmm. So well, in the absence of good.
2: that. What? Of course it's going to be good. In, in any school or any setting, any child that gets attention is going to probably do better than a child that doesn't, you know, get attention.
1: Yeah. But in the absence of that, I think one option is to take your kid out.
0: Mm-hmm. That would totally. All right. What would screw up the system? More, all right? These, I'm going to give you two options. Everyone pulling their kids out of school and getting them tutored or going the route that Claire has. Or if everyone went to the banks and just pulled out their money. Because, <laughs> you know, how much money really exists? It really doesn't exist. There isn't that much.
2: Well, I don't think you can take out. Everyone can take out their money. But everyone can, can But both would be so
0: fucking chaotic. The right. government wouldn't know what to do. Everyone's kids just withdrawn. Revolution. That is, yeah, that is some straight up coup d'etat is about to happen, (laughs) my people. That is true that.
2: No, I think there's more, though. Like, I think you get more at, a, like, high school than just learning stuff. You know, there's, like, a social aspect of it that's very important and kind of just, like, learning about, like, society's norms and stuff mm-hmm. and, like, what's okay. I feel like you kind of you, – you get a foundation from that from high school. And, sure, we need to make education better and there's differences in schools and poor areas areas. Do you think you get areas. that in
1: high school or more, like, in elementary school you get that. You learn to play with other kids and you learn to be social. But high school – High school is just like a holding tank for people. But you also
0: find that. out there's a hierarchy. You you learn the hierarchy and that things aren't fair in high school. If yes. you're willing to learn and deal with it, like that, a lot of disappointment happens right. in high school. It's totally. also a
3: very vulnerable age for a lot of the, the children in high school, the teenagers.
0: Incredibly. But you do learn the basics. That person... But you can learn a lot
1: me. from older men, too.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: that's <A> all back. <laughs> I know. She was, she wants an old tutor. <laughs> so if you, you've learned anything right. in this podcast, sure ways.
0: take your kid out of private school. It's, and if you're a 14-year-old girl, start fucking 30-year-old guys. You'll <laughs> be set
3: for life. sending, to sending to the Howard's wrong term. messages. And listen to, to Howard. Look how
0: smart Claire is. It Boom. worked out. So this will be the closing question. Um, do you have any regrets? Do you, if you had to do it all over, again, your path, which is a very unique path. I've never met anyone with this path before. Um, would you do it exactly the same, or the things you would tweak?
1: Um, no, I think I'd go back to my high school that I went to and try and get more kids to follow this path. I really, I really think it's a good, a good model, and and especially in. I mean, what we're not saying quite is that so many of these school systems are sort of racist and self-segregating and yes. depressing, and I think for. For a lot of kids it's better to go to a community college and find their own path than it is to be stuck in kind of a racist school system that's funneling them towards you know whatever it is prison or
0: did, did we really touch upon like what was so racist about your your high school it sounds there like some tr- deeper shit was going on that well, we were didn't truly touch upon
1: like two cafeterias there was like a white cafeteria and a black cafeteria it wasn't um
0: jesus christ this is virginia 20 years right. ago
1: yeah. 20 years ago. Not 20 years ago. I'm not that old. I'm well, no, 30.
0: in the high school, 15. <laughs> 40 <bad>. years ago. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, 50, so like 15 no, years in, ago. No, the
1: racism starts early. It starts with tracking. Like they'll pull out a bunch of white kids and say, you guys are really special and now you're all together and you're gifted. And that it sends a message of you're better than the other kids in your class. And I think at that moment it starts to become a, a racist school system. I mean, racist is a hard word. I mean, I don't think anybody's being intentionally – racist but it it, it doesn't um, but not all schools are racist and I
2: feel like they, they are making more of an effort every year and it, to to be less to have more equality so. between people you know and I, I don't think just because there are some problems in the system and not all kids might even have an opportunity to go to like a community college
0: crazy though Virginia once again we're killing Virginia Virginia was a slave state though right even though yeah. a lot of Southerners don't count Virginia because it's clo- Virginia and Maryland <laughs> it's because close. it's close to DC's. Mo- oh, that's that's East that's Coast below, Yankees. No, that's
3: yeah, below the Dixon line or whatever.
0: I'd say like half of Virginia, right? Like the Tidewater area, all that. That's definitely Southern. But then you get like Arlington and all that. That's DC. Right. Mm-hmm. That's more East so Coast. I was
1: not on the, in the suburbs of DC at all. Yeah, I you was Southern.
0: Yeah, the south Tidewater. I don't.
1: Know what a great I'm name so for an area. Ignorant about where Tidewater is I think I'm like yeah she dropped that out of high school she doesn't know, where
2: say, say no. know she knows Five t- fucking. T- <laughs> fucking community college that's what that that, you learn from you the older guys
0: fucking, but it doesn't teach you Tidewater sweet, sweet sweet
2: see I would think college would have more of a negative effect on people and I think it does right now because uh, people get out of colleges having a college Getting degree debt. doesn't have the same power that it no. used to be yeah you're in a lot of debt and you know the schools are just kind of like they're just charging more money for like even less than what they used to do paying like administrators and teachers like crazy like money for them to come in and not really teach anybody anything but just because like they they went to the school or they've been there for years they have tenure or whatever and then these kids all come out like you said and they're just they're in a lot of debt it's insane and they for what they can't and a liberal arts degree isn't gonna do anything best
0: thing to happen to me shitty sats and acts had to stay in las vegas i enrolled for unlv about three weeks before the semester started Paid for it, out of pocket, yeah. bussing and waiting tables and working the golf courses. Don't owe shit. Never bought the books. Was a rebel about that shit. <laughs> and now here I am, 36. I know people still paying off their college. And I'll, I'll hit you with this before we wrap up. Bumped into my, one of my boys I moved out here with. He's not really doing comedy anymore. He's going to school to be a writer. Mm-hmm. Well, now he got offered a scholarship, man, for two years. He got an associates, Columbia. Gonna give him some, some juice, but they don't give full scholarships still going to cost him like 50 G or he go free to another school. I'm like, you are in the back end of your thirties, the back nine. You don't need that now, Right. but it's a good hustle. You know, no, you should tell right. him that there are, well, right. no, but
1: there are many MFA programs that give you $20,000 a year to write. They pay you. And that's what PhD programs do. They pay you a salary to just do your PhD. So I make $30,000 a year every year. It's not a lot, but I, they, I'm promised that for six or seven years. And, and that's a good deal. And, yeah. and how much do you have to write? You have to write a dissertation eventually or not. You can walk out before that.
2: And you get to keep the money?
1: Yeah. Well, they give the right.
2: money with something? <laughs> Shit, man, that'd be a great side. Yeah, right.
0: I almost became a teacher. My first two years really? of college, I was going to be a teacher. I was going to be a history, a history government teacher in high school. <laughs> and I told my buddy's mom that, who's like a teacher, she goes, let me ask you history of government, are you going to coach? Sports I'm like Probably not Then fuck You're out And she's a Mormon And she dropped that language You would have
2: had The most engaged students Of any classroom You would have like Worked the crowd In the beginning (laughs) Well you know what's crazy
0: I could teach, I remember taking history of rock class and then one day the dude was late and I went up and started talking and people were like, oh, this dude. Like, I could have been a history of rock. They don't even have that anymore now, huh? It's probably like history of hip-hop. Yeah, they
1: do. My sister majored in American music culture.
0: That'd be a fun side job school for the kid. Rock, baby. Yeah, school
2: Yeah, you could get Jack a Black. Jack Black's, That's, Black's job. <laughs> That's a whole other story. I'll
0: tell you about that later. All right, this has been great. Any closing comments? Claire, you've been a fascinating guest. Anything that we did not touch upon that the world needs to know? Not, I think They know a lot. <laughs>
1: I think they know. They know about older men. They know about thigh fucking. Um, they know about scissoring. I think they know all those things. But Howard I, Stern. I, Howard Stern. Listen to Howard Stern. Um, I think you can get an MFA with with a seventh grade education. If your writing friend, you should tell him yes. that he can get an MFA and be paid twenty thousand a year to get that MFA with a seventh grade education. There's no need for college. There's no need for debt.
0: Well, he's making money now. I mean, he's he's teaching jujitsu. Mm. He offered to teach me jujitsu. That's right, motherfuckers. I don't need the Gracies. I'm going to tear you all up in a year, baby. Awesome. Claire, and you don't want to plug anything, right? You're kind of anonymous. I'm
1: trying to be anonymous, yeah. Okay. No, just just dropping out of high school, that's all I'm promoting. That's it, man.
0: <laughs> Boy, this is great. Between that and Chris Laker, a few uh, a few episodes ago going, kids, don't fuck with condoms. Right, we are you know, teaching. Overrated. We're teaching the youth. Wow. Benji, are you ready for plugs? Yeah. Hit me, baby. The best to be on Twitter. But please,
3: check out everything we're doing here at Stand Up New York Labs. Yes. we got podcasts blowing up. So, hop on board. We also got a promo code LUST for all our Lust. lustful flans. I was going to say flans. All our lustful flans oh, out there. Oh, there's a lot of flans out there, baby. Half-off tickets, shows every night of the week. Awesome stuff happening. Let's they're good,
0: they're good go. Shows. Yeah, brah. Jonathan Randall, first appearance.
2: I had a great time. Thanks Knocked for it out of the me. park. Appreciate it. You can check me out on Twitter at Jonathan Randall. Got
0: Anytime. a show coming up.
2: I got a show every Thursday at Old Man Hustle. Point of no return. I mean, Benji's too good to do it, but uh, Jesus, Benji. I did it. <laughs> I, did it, and... it. <laughs> I did it once. I did it once. Crushed it. I did it. Was a blast? Benji got a girl when he did it. That's true. That's
0: tough because they're all lesbians down there. <laughs> so why. I... A lot of scissoring going oh! down there, Claire. I a lot of motherfucking it. scissoring. <laughs> oh, you know what's the worst? The worst word that they call it. It wasn't always scissoring, clam bumping. Remember that Ooh. bullshit? Oh,
2: wow. Which sounds horrible, which is anger a lesbian. With
0: Wait, anger
1: my a... boyfriend calls it pancaking.
0: Pancaking! No. <laughs> well, I don't uh. know, clam bumping. Something. What are you going to do? At Mad Dog Matter and on Twitter, Facebook, Mad Dog Matter. My people, we know you're out there. Send us some goddamn messages. You can even talk smack. Uh, and I'm reading the comments on SoundCloud, man. Y'all been supportive? A couple of you are assholes. I'll just say it right there. Some yes. of you uh, are a bunch of stew nods and you can jump in the lake if you don't like what we're doing. Hey, yeah, Penabla, <laughs> Go to Naples, baby. Uh, unless you're already in Naples, then you're stuck. Kill what are yourself. you going to do? But uh, So yeah, if you know anyone who should be on the show, hit the kid up, baby. I'm the kid. We want to tell stories. doesn't always have to be sex. It always does come back to sex, doesn't it? We just brought in, we tried to have a nice education and it just ended up being right. about them Greeks sticking the in the thigh, baby. Yeah, right.
2: right in the thigh. Banging 15-year-old <laughs> girls. Right in the
0: thigh. So, um, give us a yell, man. Keep supporting this club. Mad love the super tramp in the boot. Booyah. Executive produce. John, Minnesota Fatigate. Holla, Donnie, and Gabe running this club. Boom, boom. Mad love the cousin, Nick, with the artwork. Come on now. What's uh, I ran out on a monopia there. <laughs> Sapow. Uh... Timothy Styles, T.J. Fogarty with the music. He ain't going to get one. I ain't going to give him a sound effect. Uncle mm. Billy, number one fan, bang, bang. We out till next time. My peoples, remember, you're all worth a million in prizes and drop out of high school and fuck older men. Okay, good day. <laughs>